Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Automation Morning Show for Wednesday, August 2nd, 2023. My name is Sean Tierney, and I'm still suffering from this cold, but I will try to bring you all of today's automation news uh, regardless. And uh, I hope you are all having a great day today and uh, enjoying either a cup of coffee or um, a little peaceful time before work. And uh, with that, let's go ahead and get started. But I did notice that my computer was making noise. So let me go ahead and mute my speakers there so we don't have to listen to any beeps or boops from the computer. And with that, let's go ahead and get the show started here. And I always like to start by thanking our sponsor for today's show. Today we are sponsored by theautomationschool.com. So if you need, or maybe somebody who works for you, needs training on PLCs, HMIs, or SCADA, please visit our sponsor over at theautomationschool.com. And with that, let's go ahead and get into our first story. Uh, I want to congratulate Locust Robotics. They're breaking ground on their new global headquarters right here in Massachusetts, but pretty far from here, over in Wilmington. And I uh, just wanted to give them a shout out for what looks like it's going to be a really nice facility. From there, we go over to what could be the best IO-Link master of them all, at least of the on-machine or IP-rated types. Um, this is from PNF, in, uh, excuse me, <clears throat> and it's their ICE-11 IO-Link master. And the reason I say it might be the best one out there so far is because it has multi-protocol functionality. Now, we know a lot of vendors are doing this, but this one seems to have taken the next step. So let's take a look at this. So it is... Um, it supports Profinet, Ethernet IP, Modbus TCP, which a lot of people are doing those, but it also supports Ethercat and CC Link IE. So it's like hitting all the big guys out there, right? And, uh, you know, I just think it looks like a great, it's great to have multi-protocol, right? So you can buy one device and use it on with, uh, you know, multiple networks. So I thought that was very cool and I wanted to share that with you this morning. Again, that's the PNF ICE11. IO-Link Master. From there, we go over to a new product from Phoenix Contact. Haven't seen any news announcements from them in the last couple of weeks, but uh, this is a pretty exciting one. This is a fully configurable industrial PC. And so for those of you who are listening and not watching, um, this looks like a, a flat panel PC, but also a box PC, right? So in any case, uh, this is called their Value Line 3 offering. And uh, if you want to check that out, you will find links to this and everything we covered today later this morning over at automate.news. From there, we go over to an announcement from Copia. And uh, they have just added SFC support for Studio 5000. So they now support all four of the languages, the primary uh, IEC 61131 languages that Rockwell supports. And uh, this includes... Um, you know, they're tip, you know, being able to visualize, compare, and analyze differences between, you know, the running program and the archived copy. So very interesting. Congratulations to Copia on that new uh, announcement. They actually have um, been adding a lot of support lately. If we go back to their main page, you can see EcoStructure, Control Expert, BNR. Um, uh, you can see some other types here, uh, Siemens, and so on. So really... Uh, adding tons of support for their customers, which is great, right? So from there, we go over to an announcement from Maple Systems. They're promoting their HMI 5070P. 
It's a UL rated uh, uh, HMI with an aluminum enclosure. And uh, this particular one, not only supporting, you know, 400 different PLCs, including uh, Alan Bradley Siemens, Amron, Mitsubishi, but this particular one also has uh, support for the CAN bus protocol. From there, we go over to a uh, new uh, announcement from Cole Morgan. They just expanded their, uh, the, the uh, number of products they have that have ATEX and IEC, <laughs> let's see if I can say that correctly, IECEX uh, certifications. So if you're looking for high voltage servo motors uh, and you're a Cole Morgan user, you may want to check that out. From there, we go over to Luz. Now, I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. I did see them at MIA, uh, MIA uh, 2023, uh, and um, they told me how to pronounce it, but I forgot. So in any case, they're promoting their new compact ultrasonic sensors for both switching and measuring applications. Um, I've been trying to get to this link. Uh, I had to send them a little report because there was a, there was a uh, uh, broken link on their main page, but they have fixed it now. And uh, if you're looking for compact ultrasonic sensors, this, these are some new products right from Luz, L-E-U-Z-E, -E, if you're listening. Um, over at Electromate's website, we see a new miniature gearhead from Harmonic Drive LLC is being announced. This is the CSF2XH, and uh, this is uh, touted as having zero backlash. So if you're looking for mini gearheads with a zero backlash, you know, for use with servos and steppers, you may want to check this article out. And then uh, Linmont is uh, announcing uh, their robotic linear motion solutions, which they'll be featuring uh, next month at, uh, uh, what is it, the uh, PAC Expo in Las Vegas, September 11th and 13th. So if you're interested in that, you can see a picture of it right here. Um, this is what they call their DM linear module, pick and place, uh, and they're saying it is 30% faster than its competitors. So um, if you're interested in that, check out Linmont's website. From there, we go over to AS Rock Industrial. Now, we recently had an article about uh, Intel no longer making its own nukes. These are mini PCs because there were so many other vendors doing it that they didn't feel like they had to compete with their, their customers. And so in any case, uh, AS Rock had recently announced that they have uh, several new nukes available. Uh, again, these are mini PCs. And uh, you can see there's multiple here. They have a, what they call their Box N97, their iBox N97, and um, their Nuke N97. So these have, you know, varying different types of uh, controller uh, processors in them. Different, you know, some of them have uh, Celerons. Some of them have, uh, you know, some of them are using Elkark Lake. Some of them are using Adder Lake. So uh, you can see all the specifics here if you're watching. But if this was something you're looking for, some next-gen uh, nukes. You can find them over at AS Rock Industrial's website. From there, we go over to an announcement from Inductive Automation, and they're uh, touting August as Ignition, Ignition Education Month. So in any case, um, what this really states is that all throughout the month of August, uh, they will be sharing uh, educational information about using Ignition. So uh, you can see here weeks one through five planned, and it's gonna start from simple introductory to more advanced, as you can imagine. So if you are an Ignition user, you may wanna follow them on social media because that's where they're gonna be pushing all these uh, articles out to and videos out to. From there, we go over to our product spotlight of today. Today, we're spotlighting PLC Basics Extended Edition 
from theautomationschool.com. This is a uh, course that's perfect for those who have never used a PLC or maybe dabbled in it but really never got into it seriously. So if you have uh, electricians, uh, technicians, or even engineers who've never written any PLC code and maybe need help with, you know, a refresher on what a byte uh, and a bit and a word is, maybe need to understand, you know, the flow of a lot of logic, what logical continuity is, and, you know, what the scan time of a PLC is, this would be a perfect course for them. Um, it comes in multiple flavors, a $25 edition, a $50 edition, and a $100 edition. Um, all three come with lifetime access and support because a lot of the things like setting up our slinks, you may forget and you may need to come back. And it's based on the uh, MicroLogics because there's free, there's a free copy of RS Logics for the MicroLogics and a free copy of RS Emulate 500 that the course shows you how to get. So um, you never have to buy a PLC or a programming software with this course. So again, very introductory course, basic course for new users. From there, we go over to uh, articles. And I thought this article at Global American was excellent. It talks about Intel's um, hybrid core and kind of explains that. Now, we've seen articles about this in the past, but I read through this this morning. I thought it was very, very well done. It talks about how not all the cores are the same anymore. You have performance cores and you have efficient cores. And I thought they did a very good job at that. Um, we also have a new article over at Locus Robots. And this is entitled, Discover the Hidden Benefits of Robots in Your Warehouse. And I thought it was interesting. It also leads to a white paper for a more in-depth discussion about that topic. And uh, from there, we go over to Red Lion. Now, the link to this PDF keeps changing. So I'm going to, uh, when I link to it at automate.news later today, I'm going to link to the search results um, because I've tried to, this is the, 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 the second day in a row I've tried to share it with you and I had problems every time because the link keeps changing. I don't know why. But in any case, um, I thought it was good enough to share with you. It's how to build future-proof networks with gigabit Ethernet. And I thought they did a really good job of making a case for gigabit Ethernet. You know, a lot of switches these days are coming out with gigabit ports, right? And even a lot of, you know, PLCs and I.O. Uh, adapters or, or network interfaces are coming out with gigabit. So um, definitely think uh, it's worth a read. And uh, we also uh, covered their new switch uh, recently on one of our first looks. So you can check that out as well. Um, over at Universal Robots, we have an article about uh, Spain's industry. You know, the crisis of the shortage of skilled laborers. Like I think I read in the article there, Spain is short 100,000 welders, you know, for one example. And so this article really goes through how you can combat that with cobots. And I thought they did a great job uh, going through that and explaining, you know, the theory behind that. From there, we go over to DigiKey. Now, this article uh, is, is titled Supporting Mass Customization, High Quality and Sustainability in Industry 4.0 Factories. But as I read through it, it really, I would rename the article How to Apply the S7-1200 from Siemens in Industry 4.0 Applications. Because as you get through the beginning, which is kind of generic, they really hone in on the S7-1200, which is a great PLC. I teach about it over at the Automation School. And uh, it is a great, probably the best value on the market, uh, their starter pack, right? Um, because um, I know other vendors have starter packs that include software and hardware, but the, the when you learn the S7-1200, you're also learning the S7-1500. You know, and you can't say the same like if you're, if you're learning a Micro 800, as much as I love that product, you're not learning control logics, right? So 
Um, in any case, I'd, so very good article, except that it's really focused on the S7-1200, not generally on Industry 4.0. So just be aware of that going in, but I thought it was very well done. From there, we go over to another article from Electromate, and this one's about the advantages of using cobots in the food and beverage industry. So if you're looking for cobots, you might be interested in this one. And from there, uh, we have an article. This is more of a case study from Pills, and it's... Um, how a company that manufactures uh, products where they have to do uh, uh, personal human inspections to look for minute cracks in the product, um, how they implemented some of Pills' safety uh, products to ensure that when the inspection was happening, the machine wasn't running. And so I thought that was interesting. And uh, we had another one here. This one is from Advantech, and it talks about how one of their computers was used in an AI vision application. So if you're doing anything with vision and you use industrial PCs, you may find this interesting. From there, we go over to our digital newsstand now. Positel released their new uh, newsletter, and in it, they're talking about their next-gen Absolute Encoder. They also talk about um, their new Absolute uh, Encoders with a, an SSI interface. So if you use an SSI, that may interest you. They also talk about their draw wire sensors and how to pick the right one, as well as using inclinometers. In this case, they're using them on solar panels. So if you're interested in any of those topics, check out the Positol newsletter. And from there, we go over to um, an audio file. So I try to listen to a lot of podcasts, and a lot of them are either uh, just trying to promote co corporate values or um, on topics that, that don't affect industrial automation, right? So in my opinion, so in any case, uh, but this one I thought was interesting. If you are doing uh, anything with the new EU machinery regulation, right, then this PILS podcast may be for you. It's called um, Machinery Directive Becomes Machinery Regulation. And uh, there is some uh, European people talking, so they get that, that the thick European accent. But they talk about this uh, in, in um, how it affects customers. So if you're affected by that regulation, you may want to check out this podcast from Pills. From there, we go over to videos, and we have two new videos. We have one from Opto22. This is the latest in their series of videos on the Groove Epic and Groove Manage, and this one talks about the controller settings inside of the configuration. So you can see that right there. And we have another one. This one's from Software Toolbox. It talks about the LGH file inspector software they have, and uh, if you're not familiar, I wasn't, but uh, in InTouch, Aviva InTouch or Wonderware InTouch, the um, LGH file is a local daily historical data file. And if you want to query those, like uh, that can be difficult. Like I know with the Rockwells, their, their DAT files, you know, we need a tool like Excel Reporter or the built-in tools in Factory Talk View to actually look at those. Well, what if you wanted to look at them uh, outside of those tools. Well, in this case, you can use within touch, you can use the LGH file inspector to run queries against those data logs. So I thought that was interesting. This is actually a video. So if you uh, are using in touch, you may find that interesting. From there, as far as new publications, I know there was a whole bunch yesterday. Today, I only found one of interest, and this is using control logics in SIL2 applications. So any of you out there who are doing safety, um, you may want to check that out. And uh, from there, we go over to uh, events. So now, if you're doing anything that uh, you need to meet Ford's CSR or 
other OEM FMEA requirements. It's not something I'm familiar with, but if you have to meet those, right, and automation is big and automotive, um, the good folks over at HBK have a, a free uh, webinar happening on August 8th at 4 p.m. Um, Central European time. Uh, which is 10 a.m. Eastern time. Now, a lot of vendors do like 10 a.m. Central European time, and that is like 4 a.m. Uh, U.S. or something crazy like that. So I don't typically share those because that's just way too early, right? Even for us East Coasters, right? But in any case, again, if you need to meet these forward CSRs or OEM FMEA requirements, this webinar is August 8th at 10 a.m. Eastern, and it's by HBK. Uh, we also have a new one from Horner Automation. They are reliable every week. They're doing a new uh, webinar. This one talks about floating point PID control. Let me say that again. Floating point PID control in Seascape's IEC editor. And this uh, free webinar is on Tuesday, August 15th at 2 p.m. Eastern. From there, we go over to Exida or Exida. Um, they have a new webinar coming up. It's called Tackling Functional Safety Management for Machinery. And this is on August 16th, and they have two, uh, two uh, versions that you can sign up for, or sessions you can sign up for. One's at 9 a.m. Eastern, and one's at 4 p.m. Eastern. And from there, we go over to Aviva. They have a, a webinar on their Pi system, so I'm assuming this is like OSI Pi, data collection and uh, reporting. And in any case, this is on August 22nd at 8.30 in the morning, Pacific time, okay? So that's where 16% of the U.S. lives is Pacific time. So if you're curious, 50% live in Eastern time and 30% live in Central time, according to the internets this morning. But in any case, so that's 8.30 Pacific time. So that will be uh, later morning in uh, Eastern time. And that's on August 22nd. And this looks like a salesy seminar, but still, if you're using Aviva products, I know from using OSI Pi, with the Rockwell products, which they call their historian, um, it's very powerful, very powerful stuff. So in any case, you may want to check that out. Uh, from there, uh, finally, a free uh, seminar from Control Station. This is a one-hour seminar on Tuesday, August 22nd at 10 a.m. Eastern. And it's entitled, Innovations in Plant-Wide Monitoring, Diagnostics, and Optimization to make sure your plant is reliable. Um, if you're not familiar with Control Station, they're uh, like uh, they're one of those companies that do a lot of, you know, advanced process control and PID tuning and and that kind of stuff. And uh, if you're interested in that, and uh, you can see they're uh, talking about PID uh, tuning here, um, you may want to check out that free webinar. Uh, from there, if uh, you think I missed anything today, please use the news tip link. I think I'm all caught up now. I think I've gotten everything from the last week, week and a half. And so uh, tomorrow's uh, edition of the show probably won't be as long because I'm feeling pretty caught up here. But in any case, if you think I did miss something, please use the news, news tip link at theautomationblog.com or automate.news to uh, send in. You can also just send in feedback if you just want to say hi. I did see that somebody in the chat said, um, asking uh, for what's the plan restate for my Slick 500 class over at theautomationschool.com. And uh, I'm, I begin filming that any day now. So we're going to be filming uh, all of the updated uh, Alan Bradley PLC courses concurrently. And there's going to be a lot of shared lessons between them. And so what I did for anybody who pre-ordered that course, right, it says big, on a big letters, pre-order, it's not available yet. Um, 
what I did for them is I included all of the episodes I have ever done, dozens of episodes on the Slick 500. So they have something to watch right now as it starts coming out. But it will, lessons will start coming out this month. I'm pretty sure of that. And I'm just finishing up my S7 course right now. I'm still working on exercises. Hope to finish that today. We had a lot of vendor meetings yesterday. And uh, we have a couple today, but uh, we also have a podcast we're producing today. So that'll be coming out. But we hope to have the certificate and all the exercises done for the S7 course today. So uh, you can check that all out at theautomationschool.com. And I want to thank them for sponsoring this episode of the Automation Morning Show. And uh, with that, if you want to become a member, and we're going to start having, we actually have up right now, we have up um, a poll on what time would be best to do the live Q&A and chat uh, for members only over at automation.locals.com. The price of a minutes, I try to keep it extremely low. It's one cup of coffee a month. So um, that's $2 a month to be a member over there. From there, we go over to a reminder that um, while all 1,500 plus articles and videos at theautomationblog.com are available free of charge, we do offer content collections for those who want to have an offline copy, a permanent offline copy of, for instance, our eBooks on Control Logics and Compact Logics. We also have a video collection one with over 280 episodes of our shows for $35. It's also available digitally for $30. And then we have collections of different videos, like if you wanted to get everything I've done on the Control Logics uh, via video, uh, that's just $9.99. That's nearly six hours of videos. So all of that's there in 100%, or I think after the credit card companies get their piece, 95% of all those purchases go to support theautomationblog.com and the Automation Morning Show. I also want to shout out to Siemens for running ads over here at the Automation uh, Blog. Um, that is just huge when our uh, people advertise with us. It really helps us grow what we are able to bring to you on the site. And of course, talking about growing, if you need uh, more coffee cups in your life or t-shirts, we also offer those at theautomationblog.com forward slash shop. And from there, uh, just to remind that after the show and after I edit it, you know, we're live streaming right now on four platforms. After I edit the show and make it available on the other video platforms and on all the podcasting platforms, I go up to automate.news, no www, no.com, just automate.news. And I add all the links. You can see all the links from yesterday here. And we had a ton and uh, they're all categorized by what type of link they are. Are they a publication, an article, or so on? And the vendors, although I haven't had time to get the vendor search working properly, it's only showing like the first few. But in any case, you can swap by, you know, hey, is it a download? Or is it a press release? Is, a, is it a product news? And uh, you can sort all by that. Is it a video? Is it audio? So in any case, that is automate.news where all the links are. You'll find them shortly after the show is uploaded. And with that, I just want to thank you all for taking time out of your busy day to spend it with me and uh, learn what's new in the world of industrial automation. And I want to... Uh, Wish you all a very happy, safe, and healthy day. And until next time, my friends, peace.